Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Dr. Chuck Hoffaker. He is president of Southern Poultry Research Group Incorporated in Athens, and also professor emeritus from the University of Georgia. Thank you so much for joining us, Chuck. Glad to be here. I thought somebody like you knew everything there was to know about Clostridium perfringens and necrotic enteritis, but you just keep doing more studies. Well, as the industry has become more antibiotic-free, more of the industry has become antibiotic-free, it's been more learning to manage within the system that we've had. And one of the things that we've tried to understand is how within that cycle that Clostridium perfringens creates the disease necrotic enteritis, where can we break that cycle? So we know that coccidia causes damage to the intestine in most broiler farms. Clostridium perfringens colonizes, creates disease, produces its toxin, creates more disease, and that vicious cycle is what leads to necrotic enteritis, loss of performance, slower growth. So in the study that, that we had the poster here at the, the show, we wanted to understand how different interventions would work to decrease Clostridium's ability to colonize. And what we found was that if, if an intervention was working, it would reduce the colonization ability of Clostridium so that we had less Clostridium to produce toxin. So that, that's one of the ways, multiple ways that the industry could use to decrease necrotic enteritis is to try to use interventions that decrease Clostridium's ability to, to colonize. But doesn't a lot of it have to do with the level of coccidiosis infection? Oh, definitely. One of the triggering factors that allows Clostridium to grow is damage to the intestinal epithelium. So if we have damage, the intestine's response is, ooh, I've been injured, I'm going to produce mucus to try to protect it while I recover and Clostridium utilizes that mucus as a food source. So the more mucus, the faster Clostridium will grow. It'll double in numbers every eight to 10 minutes when there's a lot of mucus. And so, yes, coccidia are, there's probably not a chicken house in the world that doesn't have coccidia. So how we control coccidia is the first most critical thing in, a, in an antibiotic-free program to prevent necrotic enteritis is prevent coccidia damage at the wrong times. And, and we know that there are like five major Imeria species which cause coccidiosis in broilers. Are there one or two in particular that feed necrotic enteritis more than others? Yes. The Clostridium lives in the cecum, but it comes up and it creates that disease, necrotic enteritis, in the small intestine, the duodenum and the jejunum. The two coccidia that live in that area, Imeria maxima and the jejunum and Imeria acerbulina in the duodenum, those are the two that create the damage in the right spot for Clostridium and then it colonizes, produces its toxin, and creates the disease. So you, pre you presented a poster at the 2018 International Poultry Scientific Forum. Um, tell me more about that and the, the study behind it. Well, it, it was actually the compilation of three different studies. So we had three studies with different interventions to try to reduce the Clostridium colonization and measured the amount of Clostridium in the small intestine so that we could see did the different treatments have an effect on reducing 
the lesions and the disease necrotic enteritis. And what we found is that lower levels of disease were correlated with lower levels of clostridium colonization within the small intestine. So what are the takeaway messages for producers? Well, the takeaway is that control of necrotic enteritis is to control not just the clostridium, but the coccidia. So you control the, the, the initial insult, but then also you need to control the clostridium because that's the, the toxin-producing organism that really makes the final straw that, that causes necrotic enteritis. I know the industry has been trying to reduce or in some cases eliminate antibiotic use, but are antibiotics still the best way to control clostridium perfringens in a broiler flock? And, yeah, yes, they are. If you develop disease and you start to have birds that are dying, you should treat them with an antibiotic. In, in my opinion, it's unethical not to treat with an antibiotic if you know you can stop birds from becoming severely sick and dying. So antibiotics still have a very big place within the poultry industry. Antibiotic-free programs are, are very successful because we've learned how to reduce the ability of clostridium to create the, the, the disease necrotic enteritis. But if it does occur and, it, and the mortality and the disease becomes severe, then you need to treat with an antibiotic. What have we learned in terms of management practices for trying to reduce the level of clostridium perfringens and necrotic enteritis? A lot of the management that that we do today um, begins with how do we manage the coccidia and coccidia cycling and then the clostridium level and so both coccidia and clostridium like moisture so litter moisture depth of litter um, quality of litter all have an impact on the coccidia cycling and the clostridium uh, growing and so those things are all um, part of the management programs that, that we have to have. We increase our downtime. That's also very important, the time from the, the birds going to the processing until the, the new chicks. That, in my opinion, if you get below 14 days, less than 14 days of downtime, then you're risking allowing too much of those bacteria in the litter to build up. You allow that to die down and so management on an antibiotic-free program, our bird husbandry becomes even more critical. So what are the next steps in terms of research? What else do you have up your sleeve? Well, we've got some really interesting novel products coming that are um, plant-based uh, to help control the clostridia and clostridia growth. Um, there's some vaccines that, that are being tested so I think there's going to be some really interesting things coming out in the next few years that'll help producers be successful in an antibiotic-free program. And it sounds like you'll be on top of it every step of the way. Well, I hope so. I enjoy it. Very good. We've been talking to Dr. Chuck Hoffaker. He is a veterinarian and president at Southern Poultry Research Group Incorporated, Athens, Georgia. Thanks again, Chuck. My pleasure.